Hello and welcome to episode four we're on now of the Real World Fitness Podcast. Um, so yeah, we're in lockdown. Um, obviously, it's been a mad few weeks and particularly this week since they've announced we're in kind of proper lockdown. Everything with the coronavirus and, you know, the, kind of the, the way it's been spreading massively and, you know, the deaths it's caused in a, such a short period of time, it's been, you know, quite scary really. Um so I think we kind of all expected it to come where we're going to end up in uh, in sort of lockdown, if you like, where, you know, we're all encouraged to stay at home. Um, and I think, to be fair, when I found out about it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I think Monday when we, we found out there was going to be uh, an announcement made at half eight uh, by Big Bozza, and I think we all knew what was going to come, we we're going to end up where they were closing everything other than just kind of the essentials, you know, food shops and pharmacies and things like that. Um, so I, I went out for a run because I thought this might be the last chance that I get to to have one. Um, you know, my, my sister-in-law lives in Fatine in the French Alps. They were at least sort of probably three, four, five days ahead of us. Um, so they've been in lockdown for then. I, th- I thought, you know, that they've got quite tight restrictions on how far they can go. Um, so they're not allowed outside of a kilometre of their their like their house and where they live. Um, I think I'm right in saying that. So I was expecting it to be a lot tighter than it is. So I went out for a run, thinking it's going to be the last run I was going to be able to go on. Got back after doing it, only did five k and sort of checked my phone and was reading the the news headlines. And when it said we're allowed out, you know, you can go and do one form of exercise per day so I thought actually that's that's not too bad and we'd been kind of keeping ourselves fairly like isolated the the week or so before we'd only really seen my parents particularly with us having a little baby like although they're not really at risk we the last thing we want is an ill baby uh to have to deal with so we'd been keeping ourselves fairly fairly isolated anyway so it didn't it didn't come as a massive surprise and so far I've not found it you know, I think it's going to be better than uh, than I thought it was going to be. Um, however, saying that, I do think, like, you know, being not allowed out as much and being being forced indoors as much, not having work, yes, it's going to impact our physical health in terms of, you know, we're likely to be more sedentary. We're probably not going to get the same steps in we have been doing. We're not able to go to the gym. We're not able to train the same. Um, however, I do think it's going to impact people's mental health more. And so that's kind of what I want to talk a bit more about today. Because you know, physically, you can deal with what well, we're in lockdown for three weeks. It might go on a little bit longer. Um, you know, how long goes for? You can deal with that physically. Yes, being sedentary, you know, you know, some recently that's one of the you know the biggest killers is relate you know, sedentary related illnesses but for three weeks or a month or six weeks whatever it's going to be our body can deal with that you know in, in six weeks we're not going to do that much damage so even if you decide you're going to eat the whole contents of the fridge every every few days and you're obviously doing no exercise you're just chilling on the sofa watching netflix all day like yeah you're going to put on a bit of weight you're going to put on a bit of fat but you're not going to do that much damage in the grand scheme of things over such a short period of time it takes you know years and years of being inactive and eating a, like a bad diet if you like to to start having a, like too much of a negative impact on your health 
However, you know, mentally, you know, we're, we're social creatures. We've, did, you know, evolved over the years to to live in societies, to, to move around, to explore, to, you know, have contact with other human beings. And that's where probably the biggest restriction is going to come for us at the minute. Like, certainly just from the last few days, that's where, that's where like, I say we, as in, you know, our, our, our household have found it tougher because obviously with a four-month-old baby, you know, grandparents things like that, I want to see her all the time. And so, like, we've been, much we've been FaceTiming every day. That, that was tough. For those guys to not be able to see and know that they're not going to get to see her for another three, four, six weeks, whatever it's likely to be, because you know she's going to grow in that time. She's going to change. So the next time they see her, she's going to be different. So that you know that's pretty hard to deal with. You know, not having that that contact with loved ones, with friends and family, it's going to play a bigger part. You know, and affect people's mental state much more than it's going to have an impact on their on their physical state. And kind of that's. That's what I want to talk about more today is more some of the things we can do, um, how exercise and your diet can kind of help with that. It's not going to obviously be a cure for it. And I don't I don't want to make light of it and say that, you know, oh, if you diet and exercise, it's going to you know massively improve your mental health. It can it can help it, but it can give you, you know, it can give you a fighting chance to to make sure you're looking after yourself um, at the minute. So, yeah, as we get into this, I kind of want to look at some things that. I guess I'm trying to implement that I've suggested to a lot of my clients they try to implement in over the next few weeks to look after themselves physically but certainly to look after themselves mentally and to look after um, their own mental health um, so let's go into it straight away so the first one is is exercise and trying to exercise each day um, now despite what I've seen on Instagram it looks like half the people in the world have got like a gym in their in the house Um like I, I don't. Um, I've got well, one resistance band because I've left, left, I've lent a load of them out. Um, so I, I have no kit, and I'm guessing most people out there probably don't have a lot of kit uh, in the gym at home. Which is why I say, you know, exercise each day, get a sweat on. So whether that's just in a bodyweight circuit, and if you check out the kind of main Instagram, in fact, if you check out any trainer's Instagram at the minute, it is littered with. Um, bodyweight workouts and things like that. I've tried to put a few different exercises on there so people can try and keep training smart so you can look after things like knees and shoulders because if you're just doing burpees all day or squats or press-ups, it's kind of, if you think about it, it's very easy to train the front of your body. So a lot of pushing movements, a lot of squatting movements. You're going to train quads, kind of the fronts of your shoulders, chest. But it's very difficult to train the back of your body. So to train it evenly, it's harder to balance up with like hamstrings, the muscles around your shoulder blades and things like that. So the last thing I want for people is to start almost trying to hammer it over the next few weeks to you know have a bit of normality. But they then start injuring themselves, you know, the knees, the shoulders, things like that, because they're either jumping around the living room a la a certain famous trainer, or they're just banging away at press-ups and squats and things like that and knees and shoulders start to go because then if you can't train, again, it's likely to make you feel worse, impact your mental health more. So my take on it is we want you to exercise each day. We want you to do it in a kind of a smart way. So check out my uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, particularly for, for some tips on that. But by exercising each day, getting a sweat on, getting your heart rate up, yes, you're taking care of kind of physical health you're burning a few calories and things like that but you know exercise you know it's been proven and god knows how many studies to you know 
improve our mental health and to like just you know release endorphins make us feel good at the end of it it might not feel great when you're doing it when you're sweating and uh, you're bent double blowing um, trying to get your breath but by the end of it you, you know you do feel better afterwards like I say I went for a run the other night and that's the first time in months um, that I've been for a run and yeah it didn't feel great particularly towards the end of it but afterwards I actually like I say you do feel that sense of achievement and mentally it picks you up so you don't need to be back like you don't need to be bashing out massive sessions you've got more time maybe you want to but I kind of take the approach of maybe setting half an hour aside each day to do a little circuit or just to do something to to like get your heart rate up get a bit of a sweat on and just feel good at the end of it um the other thing on exercise is if you don't like a certain exercise so for example burpees don't go smashing out burpees or doing these burpee challenges like I'll come to this in a bit but at the minute exercise you know more than anything should probably be about making you feel good and making like enjoying it so don't feel like you have to do something if you hate it and you you know you, it's not a punishment certainly not at the minute um so make sure you're having fun with when you're exercising the second one is eating a nutrient-dense diet so you should always be aiming to do this anyway but now more so than ever when you're working from home or you know maybe you're not in work and you've just got a lot of time to chill out at home we've all probably done this at times you're sitting on the sofa and go yeah i'm a bit peckish i could go for something and suddenly you, you know you go through the fridge you go around through the cupboards you find something to snack on you know biscuit you know cereal bar you know whatever piece of toast whatever and you go sit back down again five minutes ten minutes fifteen minutes later you're like yeah that's not really done it i could go for something else again and you almost get to this part where you keep going through the fridge and going through the cupboards, like looking in case you either missed something the first time or something's magically appeared that, that you want to eat. And you end up going through like random snacks, like cutting a bit off the uh, block of cheese or doing yourself a like piece of toast and butter. Just you, you'll go for anything. You'll probably have about five snacks and then go, yeah, I should probably just have a meal. And then you'll make yourself a meal. And it's very easy to let your diet go completely because it, boredom if you like sets in you know you're working from home all the time the convenience of just walking into the fridge and picking something up to eat is there that we maybe don't have on a day-to-day basis when we're in in the office you know our days lose the structure that kind of work and our normal everyday life brings so it becomes very easy to slip into a habit of where eating just becomes something we do to pass the time so we'll talk about structuring in a bit but just making a focus that at meal times just look at your plate have you got a load of green and colorful vegetables on there you know have you got you know, some like de- I say decent carbohydrates like potato rice couscous quinoa things like that um and have you got some protein on there you don't need again you don't need to at the minute be all about weight loss or fat loss um but from a health side of things you do need to make sure you're eating um a nutrient-dense diet um so we'll come on to structure and other things in a bit, but like that's it. I mean, I just make sure you're eating, like you've got an eye on your diet and you're not being either too restrictive with it or you're not certainly just letting it slide and eating, eating junk all day. Um, we have this allowance at the minute to go out for, uh, go out once a day for exercise. It sounds like prison if you're allowed to go out once a day for like exercise period. Um, but use it. Um, so you know if you want to go for a run or a bike ride again 
kind of feel like I have to stress with this sort of not being uh, negligent is that if you do it, you do it either with the people at home or you do it on your own. You avoid other people. It isn't an excuse to go out and catch up with your mates or whatever. Um, like I saw two lads playing football yesterday. It's like mental when they sat sat leaning against the posts, uh, chatting to each other like the same post. It was like like dudes, you know, you don't realise what time we're in. Um, but yeah, but make use of that time. Go outside. Um, go for a run. Go for a bike ride, or even just go for a walk. Use it to go and get your steps up. Go and have you know a, a, a nice walk. Get your head outside, particularly at the minute, because typical British weather, since we've been in lockdown, it's been beautiful sunshine and the temperature's been quite warm. Um, so get outside, spend some time outside, use that allowance um, that you're allowed to go out. And eat, like, if you've got a garden, get out in the garden, do some stuff in the garden. Like Spending time outside, not just sitting on, on your backside all day watching Netflix, um, you know, it's massive in terms of... Um, improving your own your mental health um i say with that like stay mobile so yes you're allowed to go out once a day beyond that you, you know you can just get in the garden and things but stretching mobilizing you know do, doing some mobility drills doing some yoga like um we're going to come on to technology and things in a minute but um youtube that you know you can google if you go and google yoga workouts or whatever daily yoga exercises or something like that there are loads and loads of kind of like videos on there that you can follow so use the time to try something new and to uh you know know, try a yoga dvd or try some pilates or do something to help you stay mobile because you can do it indoors you can do it in the garden it's you know again it's only going to help um improve your physical and mental health um and then the final one, so technology, I'm going to split into two bits. So the first one, apps and things like like Headspace, for example. Um, we've been using that every morning because, you know, at the minute, we don't have a lot of um, fit, like kind of physical contact with people outside. And things like that. You know, you're not able to just go and chat to people. So doing some, like some form of meditation or guided breathing is going to be massive for helping to improve stress levels because... Although we might not have the stress of work and things like that, this certainly stresses with money at the minute. A lot of people, businesses are taking a hit, you know, staying indoors, you know, can find it stressful. You know, for us, if the dog's barking a lot or the baby's crying a lot, you know, that's stressful. So take, using something like Headspace app, for example, where, you know, you can do some guided meditation is brilliant for helping you to stay in the moment and not worry about the the situation that, that we're in in the, you know, a lot of the scaremongering things that we're seeing on social media at the minute. The second point on technology is, I kind of touched on it already, is like we, we can use it, you know, the, the technology we have at our fingertips is brilliant if we use it in the right way. So for communicating and staying in contact with family and friends, like FaceTime is brilliant. We've been FaceTiming like my parents every day so they can see, um, they can see Lila and you know we can have a chat with them and they can see how she's growing. Um, at the weekend, like say I've mentioned before, uh, Lucy, my wife, her her sister lives in France, so we got on Zoom and had a group chat with her and uh, and their parents, um, and that was great. We all sat around, had a, had a drink, and it was like having kind of social drinks, like um, beer and wine, um, while uh, you know, as you would in a pub, but sat in your own living room with uh, with them on a screen, and it's a, it's a it sounds silly, 
but it's a great way. Afterwards, we all felt great, and we're like messaging each other because, oh, thanks, you know, thanks very much for that. It was great just to see everybody to, you know, um, to have a laugh and to be able to properly interact with them, even if it was just over a screen and we can't do it um, physically. Um, so the final one is, is social media. Um, so social media gets a bad rap at times, and I. I a lot of the time, I feel it's unfair because social media is also a great source of information. It's also like can be a great source of po- uh, positive and like, you know positivity, but it depends on one how we use it, and two what we choose to put out there with it. So, like it's very easy. Like a lot of people are posting information they feel is helpful, but is actually just kind of, I guess, it comes across as scaremongering. Um, so they're trying to, I guess, at the minute, show the severity of the situation and encourage people to stay inside and socially distance and all that. But it actually comes across as just fear and it increases stress levels in people. So I think we all have, um, I guess, a responsibility to make sure we're putting out positive information on there. We're putting out um, you know, stuff that is going to pick people up. But we also have to make sure that we're not just following a load of like, mood hoovers and whinge bags who are complaining about the situation all the time that are maybe dragging us down um i think we have to make sure we're following like a lot of the people who put out memes at the minute it's great for having a little uh, a little bit of a laugh uh, i think we use it for what it's supposed to be intended for in terms of keeping in contact with other people that maybe we can't pick up the phone and talk to uh, and things like that and i think it's a great way certainly like a lot of the pts at the minute of posting workouts you know, it's a great way of finding stuff you can do um, at home to pass the time, to keep you active, to look after um, your mental health. So I think social media can be a really good one, but I think we've got to be careful in the way we use it. So one, we have to check ourselves and two, we have to audit who we're following on that as well. Um, and then the final thing I want to talk about today is like to, a lot of stress and a lot of not a lot of the issues that come with some of the issues that come with mental health come through that feeling of like with like losing control so at the minute we're you know it's easy to feel like we're not in control of things because we've had a lot of things dictated to us so you know the government have now said you know you can only go outside once a day you, you have to stay two meters two and a half meters whatever it's away from other people if you see them when you're out you can only go out with two people you know people from your own house uh, we're not allowed in small groups. It's easy, you know, we're not allowed to go to work. We're not allowed to go to the gym. There's a lot of things that have been dictated to us recently. And I'm not saying that's wrong. It's, you know, it obviously needs to happen at the minute. But um, it's easy to feel like we've lost control and we've not got freedom. And therefore for that to, like, you know, increase feelings of stress and to impact on our mental health. So I think it's important that we look at the things we can control and we look to try and provide uh, I guess a purpose and structure for ourselves at the minute. So, one of the things I've suggested to a few people, and one of the things I'm trying to do is try and have a purpose for each day. So each morning, have like I would like you would at work normally, probably have a to do list, things that you want to achieve every day, things that you want to do. So that might be like the ten minutes meditation. It might be uh, exercise for half an hour and get out for a big walk. It could be to I don't know, learn learn a new language, and you can sit down for half an hour a day with like Babel or Rosetta Stone or whatever and, and learning a new language. It could be to read a book. You know, I think giving yourself a purpose of things at the end of the day, we can look and go, actually, I've achieved a few things today. 
that's going to increase feelings of positivity and satisfaction in you. And I think providing some structure. So like from a diet point of view, work normally provides us a structure. So we know we have to be up in the morning, potentially have a breakfast before we leave the house, get to work, and then we're not going to be able to eat again because we've got meetings or we've got stuff to do at work until lunchtime. And then you have lunch, you know you're not going to be able to eat again or you might be able to have a snack mid-afternoon depending on what you've got on with work. And then it's evening meal, gym, whatever. Work generally provides the structure for you. And at the minute, that might not be the case. So it's a case of we have to provide our own our own structure for the day. So either I've encouraged a few people to say like, right, plan out your meals for the day and make them as you would if, you, if you're at work. So it helps to keep a sense of normality. You're still doing a meal prep at night. You get up in the morning, have your breakfast. You've got lunch already prepped for you. Um, so it, it provides that that bit of structure for your day. You might then, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're working from home, you go, right, well, I'm going to work between these blocks of time. I'm going to eat at these times. And you almost provide your own work structure. But when you're at home, if you're not working from home, it might be a case of, you know, you're just blocking the times that you're going to do certain things. So this time I'm going to go for a walk. This time I'm going to exercise. This time I'm going to sit and read. The more structure we have the more mentally we feel in control of everything and we feel like we're making our own decisions and then say feelings of stress can can uh, can go down a little bit the more out of control we feel and we feel like we're not doing things we're not having a purpose then you know we, we can start to feel we can start to feel stressed um so i think making sure we're having a structure each day is is pretty key at the minute um i think that is everything that I want to speak to today. But say, you know, the, the final one is reach out and talk to people if you are struggling mentally at the minute. Um, and it's understandable, you know, pick up the phone and speak to people. In some ways for us, it's been quite useful having um, Lucy's sister in France who are four, five, six days ahead of us because we can know what to expect. You know, she can say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I was feeling like this after a couple of days of being isolated. You know, here's what I did and, you know, it, you know, if you are struggling, having you know speaking to other people is going to help with that. You know, using social media in a, um, I guess, a respectful and a, um, uh, you know, a, a positive way is going to help you. And then doing things that are going to give you a fighting chance of so still getting a sweat on and getting a sweat on every day. So exercising going out for a walk or doing stuff in the garden, having some time outside and making sure you're staying on top of your diet um, because it isn't a great time right now. However, you know, again, we, we can choose our reactions to things. So it could be the best time and the time you've been looking for to actually get hold of your diet and put in some, you know, some build some new habits and put in some strategies to actually improve your diet. So a couple of clients of mine have got in contact with me and gone, right, the next few weeks, I want to nail it because, you know, it almost gets rid of a few excuses for some people. So work isn't going to be as much of a distraction because people are working from home. They're not going to be traveling as much. Or some people don't have to be working at all. You know, social occasions, you're not going to be going out to the pub and things at the minute. You're not going to be going out for meals or you're not going to have parties or whatever the, the usual kind of social distractions are that kind of derail you from your diet. So with just a few, you know, little tweaks so kind of being smart with what you're buying when you can go to the shops and things you can't it's not as easy to just bob down the shops and buy then a six pack of beer and, and some chocolate or whatever because 
you know things are things are controlled a lot tighter we're not supposed to be going out as often it could be the perfect time for you to get on top of your diet start to see some positive results put some solid habits in place so that when you get to the end of this and we do go back to work and go back into what we call like a normal everyday life you have some positive habits in place you've already lost a bit of weight you're feeling leaner you're feeling good about yourself and you know what you're doing with your with your diet in order to stay more consistent with it when you do go back to work and you have got those kind of social distractions in the way again but again that comes down to how we choose to perceive it we can either kind of sack it off for the next few weeks almost mope around a little bit and feel feel bad about the situation or we can choose to have more of a positive outlook on it and go right how can i make the best of this this bad situation and for some people their diet and exercise is a positive way of doing it um not saying you have to but from from that side of things you you know you need to keep an eye on diet and exercise for looking after your mental health but also if you do want to do it for for fat loss it isn't a bad thing to it's not you know it's maybe not the bad time to try and try and get on top of it so we'll leave it there for today hopefully you find this helpful um guess it's a bit of a longer one for me today um so if you've enjoyed it please um, leave me a little review below and uh, ideally with five stars if you've enjoyed it. Um, Check out my social media. So on Instagram and Twitter, I am at Coach Rimmer and on Facebook, it's at CoachRimmer.com. Again, there's loads of stuff going up on there at the minute, particularly to do with workouts and helping you to adapt things uh, for home as well as stuff to do with kind of like your diet and helping you to stay consistent with that while we're definitely not in uh, a normal sort of routine. Um, and obviously I'm always love to hear kind of feedback from you guys on there as well. So feel free to drop me a message. Um, and I will be back with you next time. Take care and I'll see you all soon.